Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for Gaming Gumbo here on Ready Check Radio, your weekly gaming wrap-up podcast. We're doing it live, of course. Twitch.tv slash ReadyCheckRadio, R-A-I-D-E-O. Uh, obviously, if you're listening on Spotify, watching on YouTube, click the, the link in the description or just type it in, ReadyCheckRadio.com. If you want to know where all of our socials are, hit the website, upper right-hand corner. You can click them all, follow them all, turn on the notifications, turn on the subs, tell your friends. If you want to support us and keep us going, that is the easiest, fastest, and free way that you can do so. I'm Mike Byrne. I'm your host for tonight. We've got a lot to cover. We're uh, talking to chat about the merits of a July 4th holiday here in the United States with some of our uh, friends over the pond Thank you for joining us. We'll be sure to get some of our chat's views on the show as well, so join us live sometime if you can. Also on the line, getting ready to talk about the news with us, Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? So, uh, Mike, uh, where's my Scarlet Blade password? It's been like a day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do get those emails. That's a little throwback to MMO Bomb's free-to-play cast uh, that we did yesterday. You need to go check that one out on YouTube. We're trying to convince the owner once a year, Jason and I do this, try to convince the owner to let us cover non-free-to-play stuff. So we're trying to do it again. Uh, but yeah, if you want to know why I have his Scarlet Blade password and I'm holding it hostage, you can check that out on MMOBomb.com right now. Uh, also, a, a, on location somewhere with a boat <laughs> in the background, a big-ass boat in the background and cat ears, resident artist Yod. Yeah, you got to angle that camera down a little bit, brother. You sunk oh, yeah, out a shot since we... Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> there we go. There we All go. Right. Oh, I'd rather see the boat. The boat's better. <laughs> yeah, you, just... you, you want a little there bit of the boat? Just, just a little bit? Okay. 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 <laughs> Twitch is a little slower than my camera, so I, I got to... Yeah, you got to shift to your right a little bit. Val is pointing the Nintendo you. zapper right into okay. your eye. Your, uh, your other right. Your other right. My other right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hey, professional. How all you right, doing, Yod? All right, all right. We're good. How you doing? How you doing? Doing all right. Uh, they seem to be motioning for me for some reason over here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing D&D on location after this. So. Ah, <laughs> that's where we're at. All right, well, we'll get through yeah. the show because i got to raid anyways, afterwards wait, 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 anyway. Wait, wait, wait. There was something about Scarlet Blade passwords? Yeah, do don't worry about it. That game shut down. <laughs> that game shut down. Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, you wrote about it on the site about that, so you, you obviously have the... Uh... You know all about it. Yeah, I do. I know all about it. I run, because MMO Bomb has a game page for it, clearly I am in charge of the game. Obviously. You think we're joking, go watch the free-to-play cast. Uh, All right, gentlemen, so let's get right down to it. I think, like, we had the PlayStation State of Play uh, this week. We've we've had some other uh, things. Of course, we've got... Uh, studios claiming that they are not working with Kojima still. Uh, the internet trying to get a petition uh, because Kojima's next game uh, could be Xbox exclusive, and apparently people don't want that. Uh, okay, all that stuff is dumb. We're not covering that. Like we'll we'll probably revisit the Kojima Silent Hill thing, you know, in August when we we get that reveal uh, of whatever that company's working on. But yeah, the other stuff, no. One of the big things that I think happened this week, though, in the world of gaming, gents, was Assassin's Creed totally 100% confirming <laughs> that in the future they will be a live service. And if you that's think that's a really good idea, and if you think that's exactly what's happening, uh, you would be forgiven because that is exactly how most major media gaming websites portrayed it in their headline. Now. That being said, is that probably what Ubisoft was trying to infer or maybe hinting at a little bit? Probably. Probably. I'm not arguing that they're not thinking about making Assassin's Creed a live service. 
but headlines around the internet would have you believe that this was a done deal, 100% thing. And Jason, Ubisoft's press release really didn't say that. It didn't come anywhere near the confirmation that the headlines would have you believe. Are they probably the right? Screen? Yeah, but <laughs> it was far from confirmed. <laughs> I've read this thing three times. I'm still not sure what it says. Yeah, but, it's like, a weird press release. Like I've written press releases, and you know, and I've read press releases that don't like spell everything out. And I was, if, if I'm if I'm writing a press release, I try to be as concise and as descriptive as I can. I see other people. I see other companies do press releases where they'll like leave out some very crucial details. I'll be like, man, why didn't you throw that in? Now everyone's asking that thing, and that I generally think is an accident. Like, they just didn't think to include that one little detail that everyone's going to ask about. This I think was vague intentionally. Yeah, they, they expected people to wonder what the heck they were saying. Yeah, we. So the the only thing that was really confirmed was that Assassin's Creed Infinity is a thing. Right. <laughs> okay, and it is in development. And the rest of it was very talking about their approach to the franchise. And instead of one development team working on it, they are now going to let multiple Ubisoft houses all over the world, whoever has Ubi the houses. ideas and the people, yeah, Ubisoft houses, uh, <laughs> to, to go ahead and partake. You know, there might be a lot of cross-border stuff going on at the same time, multiple teams working on things, so a little more globally uh, inclusive and interactive across teams. That was kind of confirmed and explained in here. They also did say that, you know, they are going to change their approach to it, that they want this to be a much longer lasting thing. Now, that was the line that everybody kind of latched onto Yod and said, this is going to be a live service, or they're looking at it like uh, uh, Rockstar looks at Grand Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto Online, where there's a lot more long-term engagement in the product, and of course microtransactions and live services would naturally come with that. Right. So I don't think it's a far leap to say, hey, it looks like Assassin's Creed's going to be a live service game. It just was far from confirmed in, in this PR release. But would, would you really put it past Ubisoft to pull that, pull that though? Honestly, I am I amazed mean, they haven't already done it. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's something that a and company I'm not even like being Ubisoft facetious or joking there. would do. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Valhalla has all that, like, transmog stuff in it, and they've had microtransactions in previous entries before, but Valhalla has kind of, you know, maybe rocked the boat a little more than some of the, the previous installments. I, you know what? I, I don't know. Is that an ultimate bad for the game? I don't know. I don't know. I personally have not been invested in Assassin's Creed in, like, three, uh, uh, for, like, three entries now. I just, like, after Black Flag, right. I kind of stopped caring. It, it's been a while since since I really looked into it as well, because the, the wife used to be really into it, so I'd have to, you know, for her Christmas present, I'd have to buy the ultra-expensive special edition <laughs> with the figure or whatever. <laughs> but then she just kind of lost interest in it, and I think it was mostly because of Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> it's a good trade-off, right? That'll right? do it. That'll do it. <laughs> But yeah, so I haven't really looked at the series in a while. Just vague interest here and there. I remember hearing something about missing faces in one game and Ubisoft complaining it's hard to model female characters so we can't make you one to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, Jason, Bloomberg is where a lot of outlets are kind of sourcing their coverage on this. And, and it comes from not just the press release, which was vague, but speaking to multiple Ubisoft employees who, of course, remained anonymous when they spoke to Bloomberg. Uh, they kind of confirmed that Assassin's Creed Infinity will comprise different but interconnected Assassin's Creed games with Ubisoft adding more games from different settings over the life of the service. Now, Ubisoft did not confirm those details. They just said, hey, during the pandemic, people worked from home. We're embracing a more unified global approach due to having to do it uh, in, in that circumstance. We kind of like that. And so things aren't going to be divided among corporation studios. I don't know if that means live service or that the games become more connected and, you know, it may be live service in the respect of 
the next Assassin's Creed becomes the expansion pack for for Infinity. I, like, I don't know. They could go multiple ways with this. You jokingly in chat said Assassin's Creed the MMO, you know, question mark. And while I don't think it would be full-blown MMO in the, in the way that people normally associate MMO or MMORPG, I don't think it's probably all that far off if they start treating all these expansion or all these new games as being interconnected. But I kind of wonder what you say when you talk about having different but interconnected games. It's like, how do you? Yeah. Because I think of I think of like the Elder Scrolls. So there is Elder Scrolls three, Elder Scrolls four, five, and there's going to be Elder Scrolls six someday. Those are completely separate from the Elder Scrolls Online. Yep. So if it is an Assassin's Creed MMO, that wouldn't really seem to like link in with the other games. This sounds like it's linking the single player games into some thing. So. We'll definitely I don't know watch it, how that works exactly. Is it a live service? I tend to think so, but by far from confirmed. I'm going to go with. I wonder if they don't even know exactly. Right, what maybe. Yeah, <laughs> right, maybe. Yet. I'm going to go with. Yeah, really it's probably things. a live service of some type. What do you think, Yod? I think they're testing the waters. They're they're letting people think. But people you know, aren't. Maybe happy. it is. Most people are right. not happy. Right. Maybe it is, and if they're not happy with it, then they won't do it. If people are like, hey. That sounds like a good idea. Then they'll go with it. You know. I don't think they care what the customer thinks. Uh, <laughs> you don't think they care what the customer? Oh my! God. Well, they don't care what the customer thinks. They care what the customer spends. Exactly. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Then they care. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, they also care, by the way. This kind of like thrown in at the last minute, so we'll just get your quick take on it, and then we'll we'll move on, gentlemen. Uh, Ubisoft concerned. Little concerned. You know, sexual assault allegations against you <laughs> might hurt your ability to hire talent. They're a little worried about that. No. Who knew? I yeah, mean, yeah. who knew, right? Oh, damn. Who Gee. Who knew? They actually the listed these as good. Yeah, they actually listed these, Jason, as concerns in a, uh, like a presentation to shareholders or whatever. <laughs> It's a universal registration document, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely stunning. But they didn't yeah, they list this high. They listed a lot yeah. of those things, like inability to attract and retain talent high. Yeah, that this was a high concern of theirs. Who knew, right? I, I, yeah. I am shocked. I would never have predicted that if your company faces massive allegations of impropriety, that you might uh. have problems getting people to join your company and, and stay there. I'm, I'm stunned. Chocolate. Gentlemen, let me introduce you to the Nintendo Switch OLED edition. Ah, uh, yes. Seven-inch vibrant screen, 64 gigabytes of storage. I emphasize storage. Please don't confuse that for memory. <laughs> That's a huge difference in the type of hardware we're talking about, so I just want to point just, that out. Just a little bit. Wired LAN support, a stand for tabletop play, an improved audio experience, and, of course, the aforementioned internal storage of up to 64 gigabytes. It will run out 720p, uh, 1080p if it is docked, and it will be releasing later this year, October 8th, retailing for a nice little price tag of 350 bones. 350. Mad Martha, no CPU change. No CPU change. Nope. Um, I don't think yeah. there's a graphics card change either. No. So not exactly the pro that uh, the Switch Pro, Jason, <laughs> that people were wildly speculating based on nothing more than internet rumors. Yeah, this is more like the the Switch 1A sort of. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the original Switch Switch 1. This is the Switch. It's 1.1, I guess, instead of Switch 2, basically. It's like one of everything I've seen. Is it's if you don't have one already, yeah, okay, it's a nice upgrade. It'll be better than what you might get now. But if you already have one, you don't probably need to spend the money to buy this and upgrade to it. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean, well, if you have the light and you want to play it on TV, then yeah, this is probably sure. the way to go. But yeah. I still have the original that we got it on launch day. I did not buy a light because we didn't have a need for it, right? I already owned one. Uh, I'm not going to buy this. I don't, one, I don't play it on the go enough to make the, like, the, the increased vibrant display with an OLED display, which, by the way, I love OLED displays. 
uh, it just doesn't, you know, it's not worth it for me. I'm with you, Jason, that, you know, I already got one. It works just fine. Uh, this isn't a power upgrade. This isn't the 4K some people thought was going to come with a, a Nintendo Switch Pro, Yod. Uh, do you yeah. feel, do you feel, like, it's hard to, Nintendo's a hard company. Like, there's decisions they make that I'm like, why the hell are they doing that? And then they make billions. Uh, and right. then there's decisions that I'm like, why the hell are they doing that? And it absolutely flops. I think this is a weird timing situation for this. Because this I can't believe that they're all that far away from Switch 2, or, you know, or whatever right. the next thing is. Yeah, we're still a right. still few years off, but not that far that this makes a huge difference in... I, I just feel like if you... If you wanted a Switch, you already have one, I think, at this point, right? And this isn't enough, to Jason's point of an upgrade, to want to jump on the bandwagon if you haven't already jumped on the bandwagon. Right. This, to me, feels like it's preparing people for the next upgrade. Um, kind of like back in the day between the Wii and the Wii U, where you know the Wii U had that extra, the different controller that had the screen in it. Yeah. That they were essentially prepping people for the Switch, kind of. But if you already had a Wii, did you really need a Wii U? Not really. So, I mean, it's it's it was neat, but it's not necessary. So it's it's something to keep people hooked and coming in. Yeah, Ninja before... in chat says they're going to sell loads just because of the screen. I, I don't well, some, know. Some people, some people will probably upgrade. Most people like yourself and Jason and my wife are gonna look at it and go. Like, I mean, the form factor is not even any bigger. It's just little. It's less bezel. So I mean, if yeah. you have to have the latest and greatest, I guess. But most of those people aren't playing Nintendo. Well, <laughs> yeah, and if you're using this, if you're using, if you're using this as a handheld device, right? Like ninety nine percent of the time, maybe. The better right. screen and slightly bigger screen, Jason, is is enough for you. Maybe you know this is your handheld. This is your Game Boy, right? Back in the day, now this right. is your Game Boy. It isn't for me. Ninety percent of the time, I'm playing on television or have it hooked up to my computer to stream or whatever. I very rarely take it mobile. But again, I don't know if any. I'd be hard pressed to shell out three hundred and fifty dollars to buy a slightly better display version of a handheld whatever that I already it, owned. That's a little bit of a You're only going to buy two, is what you're saying. What's that? So you're only, only going to buy two, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, 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 there are, if they're still making the old one, I would say that they might end up selling more of the old one than this one because the price is going to drop, right, on the old one since You'd the new one's coming out? What yeah, would, what yeah, would you assume? Would, you would hope. You know, one would assume the, the old one's price is going to drop. So they're probably going to sell a bunch of those. And then the people that haven't bought one and want the latest and greatest is going to buy the new one because it's got the OLED screen. Uh, it's got the kickstand. It's got the ability to hardwire into Ethernet. Although I don't see why you can't use that stand with the old system. Maybe the connection's different. I don't know. Uh, Ninja, I think you're right just, that on like Black yeah, Friday they're gonna yeah, fly Black off the Friday, shelves, sure. but everything yeah, flies off the shelf on on yeah. that day. And yeah, yes. the, the entire stores go. On they're Black gonna fly off the Friday. shelf because all of a sudden nobody's gonna have the regular switches. <laughs> so. Right, right. But it's it's like all those times when um, the 3ds's and stuff get upgraded. Yeah. Some people are gonna want the new version, so yeah, it's, it's gonna sell a few there. Yeah, oh but God. it's mostly is, gonna be people. That is a stupid good point because I did upgrade to the 3D uh, XL, the 3DS XL, right. but that but, was but a pretty substantial size. That yeah, I was just gonna say the the form factor got bigger. Yeah. So the screens got bigger. In this case, it's just a bezel change because they still want to sell the old controllers and they want the old controllers to snap onto the new system, the new system controllers to snap onto the old system just in case you need it. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure who they're selling to here. Jason, you buying one? Or are you two? Three? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fine. let's make a prediction on this one and then we'll move on. Uh, are we getting a Switch Pro? 
in quotes, you know, what whatever that would be, full 4K or just, you know, enhanced CPU or whatever. We're not going to talk about specs. But are we getting a Switch Pro quote at some point, or do we just go straight to the Switch 2 or whatever the hell they call their next next console? Jason, which comes first? I think a Switch Pro could still happen, but not for at least until next holiday season. Yod? I think they're going for the next gen already, whatever the next iteration might be, just like with the Wii U and the Wii I tend to agree with this move, this the OLED move. I kind of feel the same way that they're prepping for the next thing. Baron Vagabond in chat saying Nintendo's notorious for not enough stock, which will drive demand into the billions. That was the whole thing that we just said, yeah, about yeah. Black Friday. This OLED thing will probably sell like hotcakes because the regular one is nowhere to be found. Uh, Jay saying uh, agreeing with Jason that a Switch Pro seems more like it likely than a Switch Two first. So we we split if we count Jace, it's tied two to two, <laughs> two to two. Uh, okay, are we, are we sure that's just not Jason on a different? Yeah, account? exactly. <laughs> Jace, my secret account. ML six. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Uh, the state of play from Sony took place this week. Uh, in fact, just yesterday. It- uh, and here we go, gentlemen. I'm going to rattle off the games that were talked about. And prior to the state of play, I want you to put your hand up on camera if you had heard of these titles. Okay? All right. Here we okay. go. Moss, book two. You had actually heard of that one prior to state of play? Yep. Why? Because the wife plays Moss one. Ah, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Arcadageddon. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, Tribes of Midgard. I want to say I have. Also, yeah, we I did. We talked about it on, I think, on the previous right. state yeah. of play. Yeah, I also <laughs> want to demonstrate how good my physical like, therapy is coming along. And look at that. Hunter's like, Arena Legends Battle Royale mode trailer. I wish I never would have heard of this. <laughs> I agree. Fist, forged in Shadow Torch. Sifu. Okay. Look, I've heard about and this like six times it. already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I we've like heard it. about it a, a million yeah. times because it keeps yeah. getting delayed. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it was delayed again till 2022. Yes. Interesting, interesting that, it's, that the game about aging is getting delayed. This is funny. <laughs> I did like how they incorporated that into their trailer. By the way, though. Yes, yeah. that was very nice. Uh, Demon Slayer: The Hinakami Chronicles. Wait, you missed one. You skipped one. Did I? I'm a listener after Sifu. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Jet, the Far Shore. So I hadn't heard of it, but after seeing it, I was like, wow, this is kind of neat. I was like, that is a Jason Winter game right there. Yeah, that's definitely a, a new game. <laughs> uh, Demon Slayer, the Hinakami Chronicles. All right, so just out of you know completeness sake here, raise your hand if you've heard of the Demon Slayer universe. Okay, yeah. It's, it's probably been brought up at some point, but it's just uh, Demon Slayer's a generic name. You're anime yeah. guy, you kill demons. Oh, wait, okay. wait, wait. Demon, that's right, Demon Slayer. Sorry, I, I normally... Yeah, I mean, you I, I definitely have heard the, of the anime. Yeah, I know it from the Japanese name. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Lost Judgment. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that on the show here we once. We did, we did. Uh, which, by the way, the new trailer caused me to tweet out Yoshi P the game uh, <laughs> because the character does look a little bit like Yoshi P. Uh, obviously, we all heard of Death Stranding. There's going to be... No, I've never heard of that one. No, uh, no, there's no, going to be a director's cut. Game, right? The director's cut... Did anybody else watch the trailer for this, for the director's cut, and go, that actually looks like more fun? It does, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did look like they were doing things that looked neat. Yeah, it's like yeah. they actually added fun. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like, what was cut. Fun was, was cut from the original game. <laughs> now, now that you've gone through all the pain... Of being Mr. FedEx on feet. <laughs> Here's some fun things for you to do. Yeah, it yeah. actually looked more fun. And then Deathloop, of course, was the biggie. Yeah. Nine minutes uh, of airtime. Honestly, I, you know, if there's a particular title you want to talk about, I think we'll spend a couple minutes on Deathloop, uh, obviously, because that was the biggie. Uh, and while I think some of them, again, looked interesting, it's just like the state of play just isn't doing it for me. I don't know what it is. I usually love these showcases where... You know, I'm going to see one or two games that I know, and then here's six or seven that I didn't even know existed, and this one or two look really interesting for me. That hasn't happened. Like, the first two parts of that have happened on the most recent states of play for me. But that last part of, yeah, yeah, okay. 
I none of them. I'm, I'm not really interested in any of them. I knew Yod, you were probably going to be interested in one or two. I knew Jason, you were going to be definitely interested yep. in at least one. But there was just nothing for me. So what what did you think, Jason, watching State of Play? I think that there are just so many games now that you can't expect to be interested in all of them. Oh, and I don't expect to be interested gonna... in all of them. But well, if you show me a dozen titles that I didn't know existed, I I don't think it's unreasonable to think that, hey, maybe there should be one or two that, oh, cool, I'm kind of interested in that. Let me go look up some more information. One or two, sure, yeah. That's what if I'm talking really about. Yeah. One or two. I mean, even, even I thought at least one or two I thought were kind of interesting. But no, this like, one really didn't do it for me. All right. I thought it was okay. That just Again, just a little bit that I thought looked cool. But, yeah, I wasn't like... It was only like a half-hour presentation. I wasn't expecting it to be blown away. And the only the only game I'd heard about beforehand was Deathloop. I knew they were going to be doing a big thing on that, so I didn't expect a whole lot more. And when when you have no expectations, you'll always they'll always be met. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, you don't ever have to worry about being disappointed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so what uh, what did you like about Sifu? Oh, um, you're talking to me, Eric. Yeah, I, Jason. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen it like three. I seen it like three or four times. And honestly, that trailer didn't do a whole lot for me. It was just like punchy, kicky, again. So it's so like, yeah. It was. You were more jet then. Yeah, jet, jet. I thought looked cool. I like the exploration of it, and yeah, just the, the wide open view of it. It made me feel kind of like Mass Effect when you're on a planet or something. And it's it's alien planets all out there, but you actually could see like so far away. Like a really neat, uh, a neat angle, really, just the way they did it. What'd you think, Yod? What did you like? Uh, of, of course, I found Sifu interesting because the previous time when they did the teaser, I uh, we we talked about it a little bit, um, which I think is an interesting concept for the game and all that stuff for a game and all that kind of stuff where if you you know you die you age, that that was kind of interesting. You get more moves as you go along, but the trailer itself it really didn't do anything for me because, like Jason said, it's just more of what they showed before which was the punching and the kicking um so yeah <laughs> yeah and and it should be noted your know, chat's already talking about it jason's talking about it too not all of this was ps5 exclusive uh, right some of this yeah. stuff was on ps4 as well right i did think I, it was I, interesting I think... watching the death loop trailer death loop i think one of the first time we saw it jason you and i were talking about it. i think it was what e3 last year I want to say, or I think was it so. the yeah, Game Awards last ago. year? It Some, was, one of those, yeah. Yeah, it was something last year. And both of us were like, okay, all right, maybe that could be interesting. That that seems to have a neat premise. We'll probably be bad at it, but uh, <laughs> uh, it seems to have a neat premise. Every time I see something more about Deathloop, I'm just like, I'm going to be fucking horrible at this game. I am just going to be <laughs> awful at this game. Well. I'm still what interested in it, but I've never like gotten hyped for it, and I think it's because I fully expect to be that bad at it. <laughs> what I didn't know before seeing this trailer was that your 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 counterpart can actually be another player who comes in. And, yeah, that was yeah. interesting. That that was an interesting thing they added into it. And but over overall, the other thing I didn't realize too is like I'm watching this, I'm thinking, wow, this you know this, this reminds me of Dishonored. I was like, oh wait, oh Arcane Studios yeah, doing it. Oh okay, <laughs> that's why. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Does this interest you at all? Like, I, I you're it's, it's you're, very you're so finicky on shooters. If it's not Destiny Two, you're like fuck it. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah. My favorite game. I hate it. <laughs> it. It does look like a very interesting game, and like you said, I'm horrible at it. But it is so interesting. Where you know you you die and you start the day over, and you learn more stuff, and you die and you start. It it has that a certain kind of appeal, kind of like Sifu does, where you learn more if you die. And you can't, you know, you can't complete the entire thing unless you die. Yeah, it's it like, like it's already a shooter, and then they're like, oh, and you have to do it uh, in a certain amount of time. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm done. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. done. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check this one out. I, it still has thing, my interest. The whole thing where the, the, the one that's hunting you can be another player, I wonder how they're going to do that one. That is a wrinkle that I thought was, okay, because they have not teased yeah. that to date. No, this, this is yeah. That was new information. I just missed that or what? But yeah. Yeah. Um, September fourteenth. So we don't have all that long to wait. Now there was also a little interesting tidbit in here. Remember, this is through the team at Bethesda, uh, the parent company of Arcane, which right. is now owned by their parent company, Big Daddy <laughs> Microsoft. Right. Mm -hmm. This is still a PlayStation Five exclusive. 
a PS5 and PC exclusive. However, however, if you watch the very end of the reveal trailer, very tiny font in the bottom slide that they show, it does reference that this will be PS5 and PC until at least September of 2022. So it's already in there that, yeah, this is a timed exclusive. Right. <laughs> this, well, I mean, every exclusive. And we, we thought that on this show, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. But so. a full year, that's like, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the, the contracts were probably already in place. Yeah, oh, the they definitely were, because we had already seen the game and yeah. it was advertised as a PS5 exclusive prior exactly. to so, the, you know. the purchase. If the contracts if the contracts are in place, there's nothing Microsoft can do about that, and no no amount of money is going to be able to break that contract. Well, actually, yeah, a lot of, a lot of money could. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> well, to say. Yes. Sony might beg to differ with you on that one. They're like, we <laughs> do have a number. <laughs> we do have a number up here. Go ahead Granted. and tell us your number. <laughs> Granted. Okay, so the amount of money that they want, as opposed to the amount of money they want to put out, is not. Yeah, you know, we're talking not- about a company that <laughs> is more than willing to give you crossplay. As long as you pay us. <laughs> right, right. And right. is currently pissing off a ton of indie developers because of the way oh, yes. it handles marketing on its own platform on the PSN store. Uh, right. And how you have to pay to be featured there and stuff like that. So. Right. Um, oh, Yod. Good news for yes. you, my friend. I've got good news yes. for you. Oh, yes, yes. I've got yes. great news for you. You are going to be very, name? very happy. Oh, okay, okay. Miranda's butt is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't care about that. <laughs> Her butt is back. If you I, are I upset thought... at the Mass Effect Remaster Collection having the camera angles moved on some scenes, not just Miranda's, a few other butts, a few other notable butts uh, have had the cameras moved, but Miranda's being probably the most notable of them. Uh, there That's is now like, a mod that you can that, use to restore the butt camera shots. Yad, I know you're a happy camper. That, that's because like ninety percent of the conversations you have with Miranda is with her butt. <laughs> but no, I I really don't care about the Miranda character. She was kind of interesting, but you know, playing Mass Effect, it was always the. Uh, the blue Asari chick for me. Yeah, but here's the Every thing. The time. butts in Mass Effect do not even hit the top 10 video game butts for me. Like, they, yeah, they, yeah, they weren't totally. that good. They were nice. No, they, they, they were weren't. nice. They, they were not. They, they were, were not nice. that great. Jason, I mean, Jason, now I can see him formulating his list <laughs> of top, top 10, 10 list, video yeah. game butts. I, I mean, I did, I did go in back in the day before the remaster and stuff. I was playing on Windows, and I put in some mods for some higher definition de- textures. So you know, the the little little patterns and stuff on her butt were more clear. <laughs> it wasn't for yeah. her butt in particular. We do have this hexagonal motif on our site here. That's obviously <laughs> in, in honor of her outfit. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, more power to them, I guess, if they wanted to restore the butt shots. But yeah, I I always found those Miranda butt conversations a little odd. A little <laughs> odd, yeah, a little odd. Yeah, you know, it, a little it, odd. It's after that that Bioware, you know, when, when you play like Sword Old Republic, every conversation is just a straight up torso, head and torso shot. There's right. always like, oh, we have to hand over the the whatchamajigger device. You see it there. You'll see their arms, just like they see their arms move or whatever. It could be anything that they're handing over. They got that stock <laughs> arm movement shot. Oh, my God. Her onion knight asking below, if we have chest. a top 10 video game butts. I do now. I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah, now. I'm thinking. That's something Fighter. we got to do now. Uh, Cammy from Street Fighter happening? absolutely is yeah, on the list. Oh, oh, I think yep, you, yep. if you're going to go Street Fighter, you also have to put uh, Rainbow Mika on, on there. Uh, uh, I, Samus Aran. I think you gotta put Samus, Samus on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's three yeah. right there. Can, can you bypass Chun Li, or is she all about the leg, not the butt? Yeah, I think if I think you can't. Yeah, you don't mix the lists. You don't mix the lists. Clickbait article on MMO bomb can't be. They, yeah. <laughs> not all the butts would be free to play. We only cover oh free God. to play on MMO bomb, but we're trying to change uh. that. We're trying to convince the uh, owner to let us do it. 
yeah, but they're back. Oh, by the way, it should be noted that this mod, uh, the, the team that made the mod, uh, are also trolling you if you like these bots, because if you go ahead and turn up your volume, uh, they also fart during these cutscenes now. <laughs> yes, so. yes, they do. Just the modder's own way of saying you are way too focused <laughs> on these bots. I mean, Here's a little gas for you. Here's a little gas for you. But yeah, I mean, you can you can restore the bots, but you got to deal with a little burrito action, I guess. <laughs> a little burrito. <laughs> so is it a mod or a troll? I guess it depends on your camera angle. Move, or just your next angle. Topic, next topic. Next, next topic. Yeah, no, yeah. You didn't want me to say angle. <laughs> We're over this. <laughs> Gollum, we got some more information, or at least a little more gameplay uh, this week on the Lord of the Rings Gollum game. And I remember when we talked about this the first time, Jason, we kind of were like, who asked for this? Like, what? <laughs> I got to say, as I keep seeing more, I'm like, I kind of want to play this. I kind of want to play this. This is not Gollum yet, by the way. That's no. Gollum no. right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, first person was not Gollum. Uh, I, but they do talk about you know it, it being obviously a hell of a lot more stealth than anything. They do talk about some of the strategies that that Gollum can use. Uh, they do, they also presented him in this video as more of like he is an iconic Lord of the Rings character, but he is if you are only somebody that is peripherally a fan of the IP, he's not somebody you know a whole lot about really. Like, if you just watch the Lord of the Ring movies, he plays his part in those movies, but you have n almost no concept of how long he's been a part of this universe and all the things he's, and different people he's interacted with. And they wanted to kind of show that in this game. And I was like, that is kind of interesting, you know, because when you think about it, he is a main character in that world that in the trilogy itself, if that's all you really know of this world, He's not an A-list character in that. So I like this aspect of kind of exploring him a little more every time I see the a new trailer or something, new gameplay footage. I mean, yeah, he's definitely got a lot of story behind him and a lot of lore, which isn't spelled out much more in the books if you read through those and you read yep. through the appendices and whatnot, how Aragorn hunted him in Mirkwood to try and find him and Gandalf right. interrogated him and so forth. So there's, there's a lot there. But I, I still am on the opinion of I don't know if I really want to play as him for 50, 60 hours. It's... That is a problem because you want know. your player to identify <laughs> with the character they play, whether it be somebody they create in an MMO or somebody like Aragorn in a Lord of the Rings game. Yeah. You want your, yeah, right. your player to identify with that character. And I think this one is a little challenging. I think you're. I mean, they do have. They're going to have a morality system because even in the movies, you see he's got his good side and his bad side. So they're going to have right. something like that. So you could at least kind of pick which way you want to go. So there's. I just hope it actually that, but... matters. Yeah, like and I hope it matters. <laughs> yeah, his, his yeah, Smeagol and Gollum. They they do talk yeah. to each other. But they actually pick. have um, what's his name doing the voice? Uh, Andy Serkis. Um, I don't. Actually, know. I don't know. No, that speaking of the movies as opposed to the games, I think personally, I think it might fall into the same trap as the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy game, because their designs are closer to what the descriptions in the books are as opposed to what's been presented in the movies. Now, while that's not a bad thing, unfortunately in the current um, climate of people's brains that have interacted with the series, the characters look to their mind's eye like what they've shown in the movies. So that's what, you know, that's what lives in their brain at this point is what these characters look at because if, if we watch the little trailer that we, we just saw they show the mouth of Sauron which they do oh, show yeah. in the extended edition of uh, of the Lord of Rings movies and he doesn't look like that in the movies no I mean I don't like, I don't like the new design I don't like it right much. so so they're gonna fall into that trap where it's like but wait a minute that's not what I know him to look like or that's not what I know these characters to look like and so it, it might alien of alienate a few people since it's not as close to what their brain believes it's supposed to look like as opposed to a new design. So, personal opinion. All right, so we're, we kind of seem split on this. I keep getting a little more interested. Jason, you keep, you know, I don't feel like you've gone backwards, but I don't feel like you've moved forwards. You're just kind of no, sitting there with really the haven't. question mark over your head still. <laughs> so, like I'm a request giver or something. Yeah, yeah. You, no, yeah <laughs> I'm with Jason. You're, I'm with, you're with Jason. All right, I've moved yeah. forward a little bit. 
a little bit. I I don't. Th- it still is nowhere near a day one purchase for me uh, in any stretch. But if it's Game Pass free, then yeah, hell, you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm sure. interested in checking it out. Uh, speaking of Game Pass free, Dark Alliance is still so <laughs> fucking bad. It is so <laughs> like, bad. Like, chat, chat, that's just all that it says in the show notes. There's no link or anything. It just says that. There's no link. Mike just wants to rant for a few minutes. I think. So no, right no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even giving this a few minutes. We talked about this a few minutes two weeks ago when uh, I had checked it out a little bit. I I have continued to try and check it out, thinking you know maybe some patches because they had a couple, and maybe playing it with friends. No. And uh, I, even if you are not a fan of Angry Joe, please go watch Angry Joe's review of Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Uh, it is hysterical uh, and accurate. That is all I will say. It is so fucking bad, and it hurts my soul to see it that bad because I was oh actually God. very, very interested in what they were doing there. On the flip side of that, games I love, I did love Control. I did love Control, and we have confirmation now that not only is Remedy Entertainment working on a four-player, player-versus-environment co-op game set in that world, but that they are also working on a separate title, a sequel, something else along those lines. Uh, A bigger budget control game to be agreed in more detail in the future, with the new contract that was signed with 505 Games. So I am very, very excited about this. Uh, have either of you played through Control? No, I think I only watched you, and I think I watched some of the streamer play it a while. So oh, that's, the notion oh, of having that's a right. I did stream it a little bit when yeah. um, Epic Game Store was giving it away for free that week. I played it on MMO Bomb's Friday stream. Yeah, because it was a, a free Epic Game Store game for, for anybody. But yeah, I mean, the notion of a four-player PVE game of it just seems weird. Uh, it kind of makes sense. Like, I can see if you played through the original game, and I platted it on the, the PlayStation 4, so way back when, uh, there are additional modes after you've beaten the game that are PVE-oriented uh, that you can do for other challenges and gear and, and points to upgrade stats and stuff. Uh, even after you've beat the game. I could very much see those modes being a co-op PvE mode. It is a little multiplayer anyway. but So you can... I, it, it totally makes sense to me, having gone through all of it. But yeah, you would literally have to go through the entire game or like 85% of the game to get to those portions, Jason, where you would go, oh yeah, this would make sense as a multiplayer mode. <laughs> mm, okay. Um uh, Definitely a huge thumbs up from me on that one. Huge thumbs up from me. What doesn't seem worth before, it? Go ahead. I was gonna say before we move, are we gonna move, before we move on though. Yeah. You just notice on the right side of that article, the Legend of Zelda thing. I'm just seeing that now. Mm-mm. Look at the, the most read bit on the side there. Most read bit Legend of Zelda. Oh, it actually sold. Okay. So I yeah. almost put this in the show notes. Uh, okay. Uh, but I, I did cover this sort of thing before. Yeah, okay. yeah. So there was a Legend of Zelda. We talked about Heritage Auctions in the past. They had done that Mario Brothers one, uh, and we brought mm-hmm. that to the show. There was a sealed Zelda up, and I was going to bring it to the show, but it's so it's so specific on what type of Zelda it is that it's like, you know, there's only so many in the world. Why it was factory sealed, that's fine, but it was also rated 9, and it's one of the only copies from the earliest production run. So there's all kinds of unique box markers yeah. to that. So it was it was not like, hey, anybody, ch- take a look at your Zelda. Could be worth a fortune, uh, which is why I brought Mario in the past. But right. since Jason mentions it, it did sell for $870,000 at auction. The auction closed last night. $870,000. That is crazy. That is nuts. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. All right. Um, speaking of Zelda, there you go. There's the segue. Thanks, for Jason. Oh, I didn't even notice that's the next topic. Yeah, it is the next topic. <laughs> it is the next topic. This kind of doesn't seem worth it. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm showing you a video <laughs> uh, for Breath of the Wild community leader Swiffy22. Says that this is the last remaining impossible chest that the Breath of the Wild community has been trying to open. 
Um, this is Cleric, who does a lot of YouTube videos. Check out the channel. Uh, actually open the chest. Now, here's the deal on why the chest is so hard to get, okay? The chest actually is so dumb. Like, I don't even know why this is in here. The chest only spawns if you get within 60 meters of it, but then it immediately starts sinking in the water and despawns 18 seconds later. Seconds. Oh, I misread that. Yeah. <laughs> now, apparently they've known about the chest for a long time and they've found ways to clip under it and stuff and create platforms under it, but that doesn't really mean anything if the chest just falls and disappears and you can't open things underwater, even if you're in a standing animation. So you've got to work out how to get this chest somewhere. And this cannot, in my mind, be the intended way to do this. Like, it absolutely no. cannot. If you want, I've watched this entire video. It's only like seven and a half minutes long. To give you the quick rundown, the player who managed the feat, this is from Kotaku, a YouTuber goes by the handle Cleric, came at the chest from even lower than 60 meters underground. It took him over five real-life minutes just to fall far enough to get through a thick water layer, at which point he was then able to swim through the game world at high speeds despite not actually being able to see Link with the game's camera anymore at this point. He sped to the chest, exhausted stamina, just in time to fall out of the water and onto a perfectly placed cryonis block. He proceeded to grab the chest with Magnesis mere seconds before it would fall and despawn. Not to open it, but to reposition it. After that, he drowned on purpose, regained his ability to actually see Link, leapt to a different cryonis block just in time to catch the falling chest with stasis. Then he tossed a bomb in the general direction of the chest where it would fall and pegged it with arrows to move it into a better position. That's not it, though. It gets dumber, right? Cleric watched... <laughs> a memory from your menu to reset his stasis cooldown so he could catch the chest again mere moments later, using then Ravali's gale to create a wind current and rocket himself upwards in order to pelt the stasis lock chest with 30 arrows and move it down towards the bomb, all the while the cleric was devouring in-game food so Link would stay in slow-mo arrow firing mode instead of running out of stamina. And finally, when the chest was close enough to the bomb, he detonated it, propelling the chest in his direction, allowing him to snatch it with Magnesis. After that, it was just a simple matter of reeling it in and putting it on a cryonis platform so that then it could be opened. And for all of that, there was a piece of amber. That's a huge treasure though, right? No. No, no, it is no. a common item that you can get anywhere. Now, this particular one does, if you sell it to a vendor, sell for one more rupee because it does Whoa, seem to have something stuck inside it where the other amber does not. Maybe you can use it to create dinosaurs. Yeah, maybe you're not supposed to sell it. You're supposed to use yeah. it for something. Though, I, I, I personally, I don't think it's, you know, to have to glitch out of a outside of the game world to be able to get the chest is actually how you're supposed to do things in a game, right? <laughs> That's what I said. I can't believe this is the intended way. Yeah, I mean, there's probably, you know, it's an open world game. There's a million ways to solve an open world problem. Fine, I get it. This worked. Great. Nobody else has figured out anything to date, so... Maybe it is like the developers thought this is going to be impossible. We'll just put it here as an impossible task. And this was the only way to go. But I don't know. You got to be no. dedicated to that, though. Yeah, no. You I didn't even want to take the seven and a half minutes to watch the, the video. Okay, I figure out how to do it. <laughs> All right. Before I read we. The description and it was tiring. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Before we move over to our games of the week, we're going to go to Yod's Corner and talk a little bit about <laughs> uh, TV and Netflix. What's up, Yod? What yes. do you got for us this week? So we have, was it Crimson Nexus? Yeah, I started streaming the game. That releases both a game and an anime. No, I, I have not watched you stream the game so I because I heard that the anime was about the same storyline, so I didn't want to ruin the storyline for myself. Um, now, you have... Watched both yep. the anime and I have. streamed the game. Yeah, yeah. So, so you uh, you had 
were told me you were worried about that, and I had already played like two hours on last Wednesday's stream, so I booted up the first anime, the first episode. That was right. all that was available then, and I watched it. And it is about 85% of the same story as the opening 45 minutes or so of the game. There are some minor differences on like where these characters bumped into each other for an event to happen, yeah. but the event that happened was the same. So just stuff like that. So it seems to be, I, I haven't watched the second episode. I know that's up, okay. but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, it seems to be, and it is based on the game, but it seems to also right. be the story of the game so far. Yeah, I, um, and like I said, I, I didn't, um, I didn't watch this, your stream. I, I had, I don't have the game myself. Is the protagonist the male character with the black hair with the red you, highlights? You can choose. Uh, you oh, can choose you him, choose. or you can choose the uh, female sister. Uh, the, the two, the two sisters. As opposed okay. to the male sister. Yeah, you get the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> female brother <laughs> yeah the one with the long white hair yeah yeah okay okay that's yeah i think i remember a trailer where they were playing as her instead so okay that makes more sense um yeah i've watched both the first episode and the second episode i can see it being very game-like because you get like a sec section of action each time in every episode so maybe like each mission that you go on on in the game is corresponding to a sh episode maybe but you'd have to tell me that after you know watching the i will tell you episode. by the way yes mad martha you are right there are codes hidden in the episodes that you can then use in the game they're actually hidden mm -hmm. in the episodes that is very cool yeah so you can then use them in the game to get different uh different rewards i mean the cosmetic and stuff like that but yeah so if but, you're watching yeah, if you're watching the show and playing the game don't forget the the show is yeah it's the storyline is really good and those critters that you fight are very very silent hilly oh yeah they are yeah they are I'm enjoying like, it like weird flower leg thing so I don't know but yeah it's it's pretty cool what what and else are you also, watching what else is streaming this week also uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness launched oh I think we lost we lost uh, Torchwick oh, that's no. fine he'll be lost back oh well we don't need him. He's no, back. He get back. Okay. Go ahead. But yeah. So Resident Evil Infinite Darkness drops four episodes. Um, I watched them all. I don't know if you guys caught it yet. I watched the first two during workout today. Okay. What do you think? Jason, I don't want to say uh, anything. No. I don't want to say anything yet. I don't want to taint your um, opinion. I bo I enjoyed it. Uh, there was a few pet peeves I had. Um, the last episode to me felt a little rushed, but. You'll have to watch it and tell me what you think after you watch it. I'm I'm in two, um, and it is nice. Is there some nods in there uh, that are nice right. to Resident Evil right. Two and to Resident Evil Four and Leon and right. stuff that he did in there? And Jason's just gonna totally ignore us for these few minutes because he yeah, doesn't care about Resident Evil. I'm scrolling Twitter. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the writing just generally grates on me. Uh, there are yeah. some moments where there's they try to put in like I guess a snazzy one-liner and they are so bad. Yeah, <laughs> they um, are so bad. All those the, rats, you know, a bunch of rats oh, yeah. are coming oh, after yeah, Leon, and he goes, oh, "Wish God, I had rats. some cheese." And I'm like, Get "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> but the the first three episodes went pretty well, but the fourth episode to me, like I said, felt felt rushed. Um, it's it definitely is a very much. Uh, Japanese view on American government and stuff like um, for instance which which was one of the things that got to me was because like uh, in in the first episode since you watched first two episodes the first episode in the in the White House when when the zombies show up because it's Resident yeah. Evil so zombies show up yeah. no, no big surprise yeah. no spoiler spoilers. <laughs> yeah. zombies. spoilers zombies show up in Resident Evil <laughs> but um, they pull out uh, M4s to, to, sh to fight them. Right. Um, but they're er mid to early 90s M4s. Yep. Which, being a military buff gun nut that I am, I notice these things. And as opposed to, it's supposed to take place in 2006, which they wouldn't have the handle on top if they were using the M4s. Because they, they kind of got rid of those. And, and the front grip of the gun was different. So, something I would notice. Um, the other thing is 
being in the White House, they would have probably used more something along the lines of like MP5s or some kind of submachine gun because you're going through rooms, not a long rifle. Once again, something I would notice, normal people wouldn't. Um, the other kind of thing that graded me a little bit So I don't was, notice that type of stuff, but I do notice poor trigger discipline. And it is all too. over this show. <laughs> oh, yes. It is oh, yes. all over this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other thing that got to me, since you already mentioned the poor trigger discipline, <laughs> the other thing that got to me was when they're walking through the White House, the sound effects they used was like, it sounded like a a combat boot on metal grates as opposed to dress shoes on tiles. Yeah. <laughs> so, once again, something I noticed uh, most people probably would it is, it is good. Like, I'm enjoying right, it. Right. Like I, I, said, I do not I enjoyed watch the it. Rest, but... Yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. But these, these are just things that, that I picked out that was kind of, you know, a little annoying. And, it, you know, you lose it after you get into the story. It's like, whatever, I, I don't care anymore. Jason, what do you think? Oh, yeah, you didn't watch well, it. Well, okay. I'll, I'll say this, though. Watching the, the previews of the videos we saw before, it just looked so unnecessarily dramatic all the time. So tell me, is it like that in the actual show? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Just, like, there's I mean, it's Resident Evil. It. Yeah, it kind <laughs> of. Kind of. Just picture the music, or like hear the music now. I, I could like, go yeah. without Leon, like, killing a zombie right off the beginning and him <laughs> saying, rest in peace, asshole. And I'm like, right. wow, they made Leon a cowboy. Uh, <laughs> they right? made him a cowboy. Let's yeah. go over to our games of the week. This is the final segment of every gaming gumbo episode where all of us are going to pick a game of the week. Now, it could be something we played this week, could be something we played 40 years ago, like it doesn't matter. I mean, I would have been one and you know, whatever. <laughs> I didn't wasn't playing much then. But if uh, I think you should check it out, we're going to recommend it here. All three of us are going to give you one. You need to let us know in the comments below on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com who gave the best recommendation. Now, since we were off last week for July 4th, Wednesday of that week prior, I had streamed Scarlet Nexus. So that was going to be my game of the week last week. I'm going to go ahead and give it here since we didn't have a show last week. I didn't think that I would enjoy the anime. I did more than I thought, at least the first episode. We'll see if it sticks up. I got to watch the second episode still. Uh, very much enjoying the game. The combat is a blast. It is an absolute blast, and it is just expanding uh, into being me being able to trade abilities and borrow abilities from other people in my, in my little group. Fantastic environmental combat as well, using pieces of the environment. Enjoying it very much so far. That's going to be my recommendation for Game of the Week, Scarlet Nexus. Yod. Because of our little uh, mod talk earlier, I'm going to go with you Mass can't Effect Legendary Edition. Butts. You can't recommend <laughs> yes, butts. Yes, Mass Effect Legendary Edition because of Miranda Butts. <laughs> Jason. Don't you do Mass Effect like every week? Isn't that your Game he of the Week every it's week? It's just every week. It's, it's, it's every other horrible. week. It's every other week. The other weeks are Destiny and Parasite Eve. <laughs> well, I'll go with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm glad that I got for free on PlayStation when they were offering it a couple months ago. And also glad that I can actually do pretty well aiming and shooting things on a PlayStation. It, the aim assist must be doing a really good job, is all, all I have to think. Nice. But yeah, nice. it's a great game, really good open worldy stuff. And definitely check it, it is, out if you get It is a good game. I can't wait for the sequel. That is one that I'm awaiting the sequel. So, Scarlet Nexus, uh, Mass Effect for the 40th time. And, uh, <laughs> and Horizon Zero Dawn. Let us know in the comments who gave the best recommendation for this week. Chat, don't go anywhere. After the show today, we'll be going live with Torchwick. He's had a couple of weeks off, but he's back. How are you, sir? Torchwick? Hi. Yes. Th there you I'm are. I'm watching a little green bar go red. That's... There you are. You've been off for a couple of weeks. Welcome I back. Questions. So. How, how is how is? Jeez, you've been away for a couple of weeks. Welcome back. Can... All right, uh, thank you. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm freaking out about a little red bar. Thank you for welcoming me back. I heard that. Uh, what are you streaming today? For God's sakes, man! <laughs> Before it all breaks, we're playing Vagrant Story, and oh. I'm gonna make sure it works. 
<laughs> you probably should do that. Chat, hang tight. He'll be live after the show. We'll be or live, maybe. of course, I don't know. next yeah, maybe <laughs> next Saturday uh, with Gaming Gumbo. Of course, don't miss Snowbound on Tuesday nights, our Blizzard podcast, and uh, the Relic Grind on Thursday nights, our Final Fantasy XIV Square in, uh, Annex podcast. Until next week, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason? I just want to say I looked up Vagrant Story on, on Wikipedia and they have the name there, Katakana, and I can read it. So, oh, like look at you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, find me on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O. We'll tweet at you every time we go live with a show or one of our volunteer streamers who we love. Stay safe. See you on the servers.